Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, everybody? Welcome back again to Dirty Devotional. Zach here. This is a podcast that's all about helping you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. And I'm so freaking pumped to talk to you today. I believe today's devotional is going to be so inspiring. It's going to be so uplifting, and I cannot wait to dive into into it. But before I do, I just have to give a shout out to all of you who have left reviews for the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, Anytime I get a new one, I take time and I read through all of them. Y'all, I love you. I'm grateful for you. Thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for challenging me to continue to do these. Um, I, I'll, I'll, my hope is always that you would walk away um, with exactly what I say all the time, that you would feel seen, known, and loved. That's what I want, not just by God, but by people that I know many of you have experienced church hurt, that many of you have been through a lot of crap in your world. Um, life is messy and a messy life requires a dirty faith. And so when you, when you encourage me and let me know that we are hitting that target, it, it seriously just gets me so pumped to do these. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of those who rate it on Spotify for those that leave the con words and rate it on, um, Apple podcasts. Thank you. I love you guys. But y'all, I had, um, I mentioned in the last episode that I had the chance to go to uh, Georgia and spend some time with my daughter this past week. And y'all, we had the best time. But one of my favorite memories is, is I had the, I had the chance to take her to the aquarium, to the Georgia aquarium. And me, my dad and um, Oakley went to the aquarium and Oakley's young. I mean, she's like, like 15 months, 16 months old. Um, Actually, no, she's like 16 to 18 months. Sorry. And, and she is like, not really going to know everything. Like I went into it, like prepared to be, um, for her not to be necessarily all struck by the fish, I more expected her to run around and to just want to crawl on things. And that's exactly what she did. But y'all, the best moment was, y'all, my favorite animal is a penguin. And there are penguins here at the Georgia Aquarium. And and y'all, my girl loved the penguins. And I freaking bought her a penguin stuffed animal and she freaking gripped that thing so tight. And y'all, it just freaking made my heart melt. Like I have a video of it and I haven't posted it and I've watched it 46 million times. Um, because it just makes my heart so happy to see her so happy about penguins. And I love it. I love it so much. And I, I was there and, you know, I, thinking about taking care of O has been a really unique experience for me um, as a dad. Because at the end of the day, like, no matter what Oakley does, and Oakley can throw some tantrums. I mean, she is at the age where the girl can flail and scream and cry. And she doesn't. She's she's a the best baby in the entire world um, I guess she's a toddler now, but she's absolutely wonderful. But there is nothing she can do that at the end of the day where I'm not like, girl, I got you. Like, like I, I'm, I love you. I'm going to take care of you. I will change 46 poopy diapers if I have to. I will freaking change your clothes 10 times because you freaking are gross and you throw crap all over. I'm like, I'm going to clean it. I got you, girl. Like, you don't have to worry about the things that come because I'm going to help you through them. And I was reading this story in scripture and it made me think about this. And there's a story of the temple tax and it's Matthew chapter 17. It starts at verse 24 and it's going to seem like an odd story, but I want you to work with me a little bit. And I'm gonna, I want to share what I've pulled out of it for me and maybe it'll be helpful for you. 
It says, after Jesus and his disciples arrived to Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma temple tax came to Peter and asked, doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Which is a normal thing. You would pay the tax to the temple um, basically to help keep it going. Um, and we know all about taxes. It's tax season. I hate it. It's gross. It makes me want to throw up. But anyways, uh, Peter responds, yes, he does. He replied. When Peter came into the house, Jesus was first to speak. He said, what do you think, Simon? He said, from who do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes? From their own children or from others? And Peter answered, from others. And then Jesus says this, and this is where I'll, I really want to want to dial in. He says, then the children are exempt. But so that we may not cause offense, go to the lake and throw out your line. Take your fish, take the first fish you catch, open its mouth, and you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax and for yours. And so this story is, of course, is about a temple tax. But what the real point that I really want to focus on is this line that Jesus says. He says, he asks a question from who do the kings of the earth collect duty and tax? Is it from their own children or from others? So who who are the kings going to make sure are taken care of, who are going to be exempt from having to go through toil, toils that are going to, uh, toils in life that are going to be exempt from having to deal with more pain? Is it going to be their children or others? And basically, Jesus says the children are exempt from all of those extra sufferings that go on in life, that they they are exempt. They don't have to deal with it because who their father is. And what I love this is Jesus is giving us a little bit of a picture here of how God relates to us. He's saying that you are covered, that me and you, we are children of the king, which means, guess what? Listen to this. We're taken care of. That God has our backs. That in the same way I feel about Oakley, God feels about me. That if you have kids, that the way that you feel about your kids, God feels about you. Now, I want to talk about this a little bit because when I say these things, some of you can be like, well, if God cares about me, why does, why do, like, why does he allow all these bad things to happen? Well, I hope you know, and I hope you know this, that there's going to be bad things that happen to Oakley. I understand that. But the difference is, is when bad things happen to Oakley, she's not going to be alone in that, in that, that I'm going to be with her. That I'm going to help guide her in situations that may be bad or come up against her. Like, I mean, she had RSV. And it's easy for me to be like, as a parent, to maybe it would be, or sorry, it'd be dumb for me to be like, oh my gosh, this is my fault. Like, or for Oakley to be like, man, does she not, does my daddy not care about me? But at the end of the day, I can't, I can't stop this from happening. But what I can do is I can be present and love her through it. I can pray for her. I can support her. I can be close to her. And when we talk about God being a father to us, so many times we're instantly drawn to, well, why do bad things happen to me? But the truth is, is bad things are going to happen because we have choice. But what we see in stories like this is God says, hey, I'm going to take care of you, though, when you're hurting. That when bad things happen, you're not alone. That I've got your back. That I'm going to love you and I'm going to support you and I'm going to walk with you or even carry you when you feel like you can't get through it on your own. And that's what makes this so special. That's what makes following God so special to me. I was listening to this guy on Instagram the other day and he was talking. He was like, I don't believe in God because he doesn't care about me. And he, he related it to the fact that bad things happen as if bad things happening discredits a God that can care about you. But I would hope, guys, that none of you would think I'm a bad dad because something bad happens to Oakley. Because that people have free choice, people have free will, Oakley has the ability to choose. And because of that, there's always an opportunity for negative things to happen in life. 
The opposite of what we think we want is for nothing bad would be to not have the ability to choose. And I promise you that's not going to be good because then we don't have the opportunity to choose God. Instead, we're just robots. And so instead, where the value of the relationship is, where is, is in this, is not that we look at the story and we could be like, God, why we should just have it, we shouldn't have to pay tax. And what God is saying is, no, it's the fact that you're going to, I'm going to be with you while you're paying your tax. I'm going to be with you while this is going on. I'm going to help provide for you. I'm going to help support you. And I'm going to be next to you when all hell breaks loose in your life. And today I just want to remind you that God cares about you, that God has you. The way that I love Oakley and the way I want to be there for Oakley, that's how God views me. And that's how God views you. And today we can find rest in that, that no matter what happens in life, no matter what hellacious thing we walk into, what what hellacious thing happens against us, that God loves us and cares about us. And today, I hope you can find rest in that. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Thank you so much for this conversation. Lord, thank you for loving me. Lord, sometimes I have a hard time loving me. And I, I look at the things I've done and the decisions I made, and it's gross sometimes, Lord, but but you love me. You love me sometimes in spite of me, and Lord, and I just thank you for that. Lord, and for those listening, I pray that they would feel that same presence, that, that the children are exempt. The children have a father that has their back, and Lord, I thank you that you have our back. And so, Lord, we love you, and we ask all this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram, at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.